shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. There it is. It is Thursday, January 5th, 2022. This is episode 90 of the Human Hope Podcast. My name is Carlos Enrique with the Guzman and Chibol Cabello, and I got one question. Y'all ready for this? Come on, come on. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. What is good? Woo! We back, y'all. We are back from our subpodical, subpodical, sabbatical, sub. Y'all, we're, we're just back. Oh my gosh, how I've missed you. How I've missed sitting in front of this microphone, pretending like I'm talking. Excuse me. Oh my gosh. It's 2023 and I'm about to choke on my own spit. Whew. I miss you. Y'all, have you, have you missed it? Have well, have you missed at least Dr. Delight? Have you missed uh, having him oh, oh, just kind of serenade us every Thursday or whenever it is you consume your podcast? Um, I have. And uh, more than missing Dr. Delight, I have missed you, my human hope familia. I miss you. Oh my gosh, and how things have changed. How things have changed uh, for me. Uh, let me tell you something. I have in, let's see, in, 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 in the three weeks we've not been together, because I think it's been three weeks. Has it been two? I don't know. It's been forever. But in those two or three weeks, I have exercised more in the last, well, I mean, I, I can tell you right now, uh, in the last 17 days, I have exercised more than I had the previous 365. Yes, I know. This is coming from Mr. Fit by First, Mr. Guy that used to run a fitness program. Did you guys ever know that I did that? <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it was great. It was a great community. Like 20,000 people took my fitness courses. Um, that's for a whole other show. We're not even going to get into that right now. But, but all that to say, I have worked out. I finished workout number 10 today. And when I say workout, I'm not just talking about doing some air squats in my garage. No, I've gone back to my local community, fitness community group, fitness community that I was a part of here in Nashville uh, for so long. And they just accepted me back in with open arms. And so, man, I am dumbbell thrustering. I am pull upping. I am sprinting on the true form runner. I am assault biking. I'm doing all the things that make me want to vomit on a daily basis. And so I just want to let you know, like if you, if you're on the new YouTube channel and you're like, Oh my gosh, Carlos, like I can see the definition in your jawline. That must just be a filter because nothing really has changed on my body. Um, but what has changed is my commitment to my body. Um, because you know, I mean, I, I gotta start paying more attention. I'm getting old, you know? Um, I'm getting old, man. There's so much I want to talk about on this podcast. Um, it's I, I've got I've got a plan for today's episode, um, and the plan may go awry, array aside. Uh, the plan may go left instead of going right, um, because I've got a lot, I've, I haven't talked to you guys in so long. Um, but one thing is for sure that I want to do is I want to give you guys um, kind of the 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 heartbeat behind today's episode is I want to inspire you to be to chase after this isn't a dream chasing episode. Okay. So when I say this, please, this isn't live your best life episode, but what it is, is I feel like there's so, way too many of us that are just letting life kind of go by us. And we're just kind of like living and we're not exploring. We're not creative. We're not, um, we're not using the God given creativity that he's placed inside of each and everyone. The God that makes the earth spin and freaking float in the universe at the exact right distance from the sun so that we don't explode into a thousand pieces, million, billion pieces. Like we have like that creativity inside of us, right? So like whatever your view of um, whatever your universe is or God is to you, I believe that God has placed inside of all of us, his creativity. And I just don't think that we, Hey, <laughs> you guys where my phone is back attached to my, um, I'm going to turn that down <laughs> um, to the, to my recording little setup here. So I apologize that back to my sermon. I don't think we're tapped into the creativity that we were created to use. So therefore every January, I kind of go back through um, five steps that I use, uh, maybe three, three main ones. Maybe I'll share the other two, but to really respark my creativity. And here, here's the thing. Every single one of you, every single one of you has the need for creativity in your life. I don't care if you're an accountant for the YMCA, okay? I don't care if you sharpen pencils for a living, okay? Every single one of you has the need for creativity in your life. And so today I'm going to tell you what I do every year that honestly, it's, it's the, it's the healthiest exercise for me to do that. So we're going to get there. We're going to get into that. If you want to fast forward uh, to when we possibly get into it, cause I don't know if, how far into it we're going to get, cause I'm just starting the podcast. Uh, you can do that, but I do, I do want to um, maybe build into that. If that makes sense. Um, so let's, let's talk about, Christmas first. 
Um, I know for a lot of people, Christmas was a, an amazing time. I know for a lot of people, Christmas sucked. And, you know, my Christmas, um, it, it kind of was both. I, as many of you know, um, most of you know, am walking through a season of, of watching my father battle dementia. Um, and, you know, I, I've kind of, I've, I'm mourning, but I've mourned already, you know, like I've, I've kind of already mourned. I'm like, this isn't my same dad. I mean, it is my same dad. He's in there, but what I get to experience when I'm with him isn't my, the same, my, my same dad. Um, but what, what was tragically obvious this Christmas was the um, hard hitting effect it's having on my mother. And um, I mean, if you're the praying type, I would love for you to pray for my mom. Her name's Carmen Whitaker. And um, she is shouldering a lot and I'm proud of her, but I, I saw it um, weigh on her like I haven't before. My dad's dementia is getting worse. And so it was heavy. I, I, I tell you all that to let you know that it was, it was heavy. It was a, um, it was a heavy two weeks. Uh, we went down to visit uh, my dad. It was heavy then, you know, like their evenings or their nights are, you know, she, it's like she's sleeping with the newborn almost the way she has to take care of, of him at night. And it's, it's, it's getting to the point where we're, we're going to have to start making some decisions as a family um, as to what exactly care looks like for not only my dad, but for my mom. And all of this was in the middle of Christmas. Like up until this year, to be honest with you, Christmas just was like gifts. And it was like, it felt good. And I had the hardest time with the fact that I didn't, I wasn't like overwhelmed with Christmas freaking frolicking joy this year. So that that's one thing that is, um, um, that's heavy on me. It's one thing that is, is, it was heavy, is heavy. Um, I shared some of this, um, with a few friends, my age <laughs> and how old, how old is Carlos? Carlos is 49. Okay. <laughs> I know black don't crack. It's a surprise, but I am, I turned 50 this year. Uh, we'll get into that in a second, but, but all of us are, are entering this season where, and you're all going to every single one of you listening. I don't care if you're 30, if you're 20, if you're, it could happen when you're 20, it could happen when you're 15, but you're all going to enter a season where you are going to become the caretakers of your parents and um, you're parenting your parents and you're assuming a lot of responsibility. And it's like it happened out of nowhere. It's like it went from like my dad paying for all our meals at family meals, you know, when we'd get together to like me paying for everything and me taking care of things and me making sure that doctors are, you know, asking, we're asking the right questions to the doctor, all, the, all of these things, right? And um, it's just been heavy. And so um, I just want to let you know that being heavy is, um, is okay. Like if, if that's what you're feeling, then know that that is okay. Uh, and I see you. And that's something that I want you to know is that I see you now that being said, this is all building. Okay. I promise this is building that being said, I am, um, I, like I said, I'm turning 50 this year. Is there like some sad music I can play? I'm turning 50 this year. Or this isn't sad. This is more like reflective music. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Carlos is turning 50. And with 50 comes a lot of responsibility. I could start crying and listen to that music. I'm going to stop it right now. Um, I, um, I'm excited, to be honest with you. I'm pumped. And 
my creative juices, I feel like are just now getting flowing. They're just now getting flowing. So first of all, anybody, no matter who you are, it's 2023. If you think oh, time's gone by, it's too late. I don't care if you're 60, if you're 70, if you're 30, if you're 20, it is not. It, it, there's always going to be a reason for you to look at somebody younger than you and think that, well, they've got the advantage. Can I tell you something? My platform did not blow up and explode into what it is until I was 47 freaking years old, three years from 50. So like what that tells me is that I, I feel like I'm just now stepping into, I'm just now um, getting into the sweet spot season of my life. I've mentioned this once or twice before, but it, it is true. This is the sweetest season of my life as far as like my kids and my son and my daughters and my wife and all that stuff in my business and my, my books that I'm writing and my ideas and things that are exploding. Like right now, I feel like I've never been this clear. I've never had this much clarity. And I want to let you know that, that, that this could be you too. That's why these exercises that I'm going to give you guys in a few minutes, um, I think are going to be super beneficial uh, for you to make sure that you're tapping into that stuff, that you're not just clocking out, that you're not just letting time pass. Listen, when, when I'm 50, can I let you know something? When I'm 50 years old, I'm like running as fast as I can away from this. The double ARP is going to send a card to my mailbox. I will open my mailbox. There will be an envelope. I've seen it with my friends. I've seen it with my parents and they will send me a double ARP card. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take that card out. I'm going to put it in my freaking pocket. Why? Because I get 10% off at Denny's. That's right. I get 10% off at Denny's and I could probably get 10% off anywhere else. And I'm going to go on senior day. But can I tell you what I'm not ashamed of? turning 50. Oh my gosh. I have had 49 amazing, incredible years. Lord, please get me to 50 because I, I want to, ex I want to like party there. I want to let people know how fun it is. You don't have to be ashamed of your age. You don't have to be worried about losing a spark. You don't like all of these things are, you're going to be gaining. You have more ability, the older you get to gain more spark, more creativity, more of God's goodness in your life, using the wisdom that he's given you. I'm just telling you, like, I want to brag about 50 and 50 ain't the new 40. People keep saying that 50 is new 40. No, 50 is the new 50. 50 is 50. I'm proud of being 50. I don't want to be 40. Oh my gosh. 40 year old Carlos was a freaking mess. 40 year old Carlos was like midlife crisising. And like, like, like making horrible decisions and uh, no, that's not who I am anymore. That's not what I, and I'm proud of this 49th year of my life. Um, and I, I'm chasing after some, I'm doing some chasing after some big dreams this year. I'm, I'm aiming, I'm swinging for the freaking fences. Um, and you guys are actually, um, you will be, let's see, Thursday of next week. You will be the first to know one of the fences that I'm swinging at. Um, yeah, I'm going to let the podcast know first because you guys are special. I, I, I love you. I appreciate you. You listen to an hour of me talking every or 30 minutes or whatever, every single week. And so I'm going to give you a little bit of that. Um, but sorry, I, I just got, I got a little impassioned about that because just so many people are so ashamed or like they feel bad about getting older. And I'm like, are you kidding? What a gift, what a gift it is for another year. Hey there. I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments 
Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, you know, the demographic of my Instagram actually says that it's a 33-year-old female. (laughs) That's like the demographic who follows me on Instagram. And I'm like, all right, sweet. Like, I'm Uncle Los. I'm Uncle Lo. I'll be your Uncle Lo. Um... And I'm just excited. I'm excited about this year. Um, okay. Taking another step towards my creative hacks that I'm going to give you humans, wonderful humans. Um, because, and I shared this with my mass familia list. Okay. Um, again, if you have not signed up for the mass familia list, uh, please do that. Carlos slash mass M A S. I want to speak Spanish dash familia f-a-m-i-l-i-a carloswhitaker.com slash mass familia okay m-a-s dash f-a-m-i-l-i-a those people the people on that list they get it even before the podcast right so like if you're on that list you're going to get all the sweet stuff first okay um so please go there in case podcasts go away and instagram goes away i would love to make sure that we're staying in relationship do it right now pause the podcast go sign up for the mass familia list um all that to say I let them know something that I'm doing and I am four days into this four days. So I turn 50 in September. Um, and I decided to kind of put my money where my mouth is. I started a brand new TikTok, and this TikTok, if you go to my, uh, to your TikTok, if you have TikTok, um, my username I created a brand new account. So I've got my regular at Carlos Whitaker account, but this is new. Um, and this is called at 50 spheres by 50 years. What is that? Why, what, what, what the heck is that? And and 50 not being typed out, but like the number 50, I have decided that before I turn 50, I want to learn to do 50 new skills, 50 in 50 spheres. You know, like the sphere of influence. That's why I said spheres. It's only because it rhymes with years. Can y'all, maybe there's a better name than 50 spheres for 50 years. But if you look at the number five, the number zero spheres by the number five, the number zero, zero years, I am documenting on there the 50 things that I, in the next nine months that I am going to learn to do. Now I am in my 49th year. I am um, counting the Rubik's cube as one of the 50. I am going to list 30 of them that I know I want to do. Okay. 30 things I want to learn to do, right? That could be like speak another language, uh, learn to, I don't know, fish a certain way. Um, I don't know, like maybe some of you can invite me on your jobs. Maybe it can be like a dirty jobs thing. Like I can learn to be, um, a receptionist at a high rise building or something, and I can get some skills. I just want to learn 50 new things this year. And I'm super excited about what those are going to be. So I said the Rubik's cube was one I learned that in my 49th year, but my son challenged me that I want to not just learn the Rubik's cube, but I want to be able to solve it in under one minute. Now, when I told you guys that I uh, solved a Rubik's cube, I was just probably three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Um, I can't remember if I told the podcast or if I told Instagram, but I solved it. I was solving it pretty consistently at like two minutes and 40, excuse me, three minutes and 40 seconds. Um, and then I cut it down to two minutes and 40 seconds. And I want to let you guys know the other night I was sitting in bed and my wife is just kept 
like turning over, like, are you going to keep making that clicking noise all night long? I had the Rubik's Cube in my lap. I saw that bad boy in one minute and 20 seconds. So the goal that my son told me that he wants me to do in my 50 spheres for 50 years isn't just solve the Rubik's Cube. That can be one of yours, um, but I want to solve it in under a minute. Now I know in order to do that, he's going to have to teach me a couple new moves, a couple new things. I'm going to have to stretch myself, but that is one of my goals. That's one of my 50 spheres by 50 years. And, um, and yeah, I'm going to do that. And so what's cool about it is I'm actually starting a YouTube, um, kind of vlog about it as well. So you guys can go find me on YouTube and I'm going to be vlogging about this whole journey. I'm going to be TikToking. Uh, I may throw it on Instagram. I don't know. I don't want things to get too convoluted over there. Um, but that's something that I'm doing. And I, why am I doing that? Because I want to keep my mind sharp. I want to keep my creativity up. I want to make sure that I am living more with every year that I age, not living less. Far too many people wait until they're retired and then they're like, okay, now I'm going to try to do everything I've, I wanted, always wanted to do. And I'm sitting here going like, well, I mean, that's fine. I understand how some people like that's really the only option that they have. But if you have the option ever, the opportunity to maybe put your money into some uh, adventures before it is you retire, then maybe your hip won't be as bad at 30 as it's going to be at 65. So if you can hike a mountain at 30, hike that mountain at 30, because maybe at 65, your, your joints ain't going to be letting you do as many things as you could when your body was younger. So I'm always a fan of living those adventures, um, being more creative, living more life. Like right now, like do it now, man, I'm fired up. You guys got me fired up. Hey, before, before now, now we're going to get, we're going to get into, uh, into the hacks. Okay. Now we're going to get into, um, my, uh, hacks that I use in order to, um, every January, um, in order to uh, boost my creativity, boost the things that, um, actually help me be creative the rest of the year. I mean, the, this list I'm going to give you, I've never shared before um, on, on any like public forum. I used to be, um, I used to be a creative coach and that that's weird. This was probably a decade ago, but I had this whole thing called creative coaching where I would take creatives through this exact process. I'm about to take you through some people would pay me hundreds of dollars for this. Y'all about to get this thing for free. Okay. Um, but before, before we, um, get into that. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. This show is sponsored by better help. Listen, I just spent yesterday four hours with a few therapists in Franklin, Tennessee. And can I tell you when I walked in that, when I just walked in their therapy office and the counseling office and I just looked at them, they just, even the way they look at me made me feel better, made me feel more peaceful, less anxious. They've got like the magic sauce, the sweet sauce. I'm telling you, therapy is not just for when you are broken. Therapy is also when, for when things are working great. Okay. When you're at your best, you can do great things. But I know sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may start feeling overwhelmed. Guess what? Better help can help you. What in the world is better help? Um, I, I've benefited from therapy my entire life and better help gives therapy. Okay. What is it? It is an online, an online counseling service. That is what better help is. It's an online counseling service and they allow you, it's a great option it's convenient, it's flexible, and it's affordable, and it's entirely online. And they allow you to be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. 
That's incredible. So all you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So if you're not vibing, you can do that. So if you want to live a more empowered life, I believe that BetterHelp can help you get there. Visit betterhelp.com slash human hope today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash human hope. Again, we are partnering and sponsored by better help now back to the show all right we back um let's get into the 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 thing to get your creative juices flowing um i have been taking notes from numerous books over the years and let me let me just go ahead and give you um kind of like my, my outline that I've used. Okay. So now is like pen and paper time. Okay. Pen and paper time. These are the steps that I'm making sure that I am anytime I have um, like a creative project that I'm about to launch into, or even if it's not a creative project and I want it to become creative, I use these steps. The first step is called the explore phase. Say it together. The explore phase. That's the first one. Second one is called the freedom phase. Got it. Third one is called the chill phase. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Of course it says chill. That's the third one. The fourth one is the embrace phase. And then the fifth one is the life phase. Well, I'm really going to sit on the explore phase and then maybe a little bit on the chill phase. Um, and then the other ones we'll talk about for a second. But I, I think that these couple of phases, um, these two specifically explore and chill are the phases that we need to, um, that you need to really um, implement into your daily rhythm. Because that, that, that's what I did. Like I, I implemented these things into my daily rhythm probably 10 years ago and it changed absolutely everything. It changed everything for me. So uh, I, I guess what, what I want to start with is I think that every single person that's listening to this podcast right now um, literally needs to, just take, take stock as to like, how much time are you actually spending exploring on purpose, not an accident on purpose? What do I mean by exploring? Um, and, and I'm not talking about like exploring TikTok, right? Like just scrolling. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about exploring on purpose for the sole purpose of sparking your creativity. Like literally, like, like how is it that, that you're doing that? One of the things that I've done is I set an alarm on my phone and this alarm goes off twice a day. There's different uh, like alarm apps that you can have that can randomly alarm you twice a day. Kind of like Be Real does, right? It randomly pops up. Like we don't know when it's going to pop up. Um, and what they do, what, what, it, what it says when it pops up on my phone randomly is explore. And let me tell you what I do when I explore. When I explore, I stop wherever I'm at. Okay. It could be if I am in sitting on the toilet in the Delta Sky Club, I have my phone. Okay. I'm sorry, but I do. Um, if it is on the middle of a run through the forest, which I don't really ever do. Um, it could be if I'm, you know, um, the last, I mean, yesterday the alarm went off when I was uh, taking the trash out. And can I tell you what I do every single time, every single time that explore alarm goes off. I stop. I open up my camera 
and I take a circular video around me. It sounds weird. I know, but I do. Or sometimes I take like a wide uh, photo, a wide angle photo, and I stick it in an Evernote file called explore. And I just dump it in there. And then what I do is I look at that photo for different ideas or I look at the video for different ideas. Here's the thing. When we're just going about our life on a regular day-to-day basis and we're not specifically stopping to look for ideas, there are so many ideas that we're missing that are right in front of us, literally right in front of us. And I'm, I'm actually flipping through this book. Um, let's see if I can find the title of it. Idea Spotting. Um, and th- this, is, this is the book that really helped me come up with this. Um, but it's got a couple of, couple of good quotes that I'm looking for here. Um, and so what I do is, is I'll do that. And so, I mean, let me give you an example of how, how this, how this has turned into something for me. Um, I mean, so I can go back seven years ago. So seven years ago, my, um, um, my alarm went off. It said explore and I pulled out my phone and I started recording and there was a, um, a commercial that came on TV at the, at the time I was recording. And I was, I was, I can't remember. I was doing something on my phone. I wasn't paying attention to the TV, but when, when I, um, panned across the TV, I, I was stopped in my tracks by this commercial and the commercial ended up being something that I used for the next year and a half in every single talk that I gave. Literally, if I wouldn't have stopped and explored in that moment, I never would have used or seen this commercial that, that really ended up being like one of the cornerstones of my moment maker talk that I was giving. It, it, like, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Like, we miss out on so much when we don't explore. So find yourself an app, um, download it, a, a alarm app and have it alarm you. Sometimes I think even Google calendar will do this um, randomly within a certain allotted amount of time while you're awake once or twice a day and just have it say explore and then stop and explore. You know, like I can look around me right now and you know, as I'm, as I'm looking around me, if, if my alarm went off right now, you know, I'm like, okay, like, look, like, like right behind me. Oh, oh, look, like my parents are actually moving as I type on the typewriter. But there's like a typewriter with my parents on the top, like my parents' portraits that somebody painted. Thank you. It's, they're beautiful. Um, and just the movement of them going across while I'm typing, literally when I saw that, it sparked something in my brain like, huh, that could be like a good intro. Like, what if I, oh my gosh, like what if I had, I mean, this is just coming right now to me, but what if I had like their their faces and I put it in a typewriter and I begin to type their story, their love story over a piece of paper with their faces on it. Oh, that'd be cool if I get a certain angle with one camera and then like an idea for a reel is coming right now. Or maybe this is the beginning of like a documentary on my parents and their, you know, their life and their, and actually starting to to realize like, I know the basics of their love story, but I don't necessarily know if I know the details. I don't want the details, mom, if you're listening to this, you know what I'm talking about, but, but you know, like, I don't know, like, like, I mean, like, tell me about the first time you actually saw each other. Like, do you remember that? Like, I know that I know the, the outline of the story, but so do you see what happened just now? Like I turned around, I saw something that honestly, like I just used that typewriter to prop up my parents' portraits. But when I started pushing the button, something sparked. All of this to say, okay, I don't want to beat a dead horse. All this to say that I think uh, every single one of you 
can explore on purpose, capture it around you. You know, one time I, uh, when I was at Starbucks, you know how they write like venti skinny hazelnut latte on the side. At least I don't, I don't know if they do that anymore because they put stickers, but they used to back in the day for you young people, they used to take a Sharpie and they used to write on the side what it was. And I, I took a photo of that once. And then I actually used that um, as a creative element in uh, when I used to be a producer producing live events in a creative element that we use for a live event. And I just remember we, we had somebody write the speaker's names that were coming up on stage on the side of a Starbucks cup and film that. And it just was cool. I never would have done that had I not stopped and explored. So that's one way to explore. Um, I think that another, another, well, not, I think if I look at my, um, my outline here, one of the other ways that I explore is I try to, and this is some of y'all going to be like, I can't do it, Carlos. Like I can't, there's no way um, that I can do this because I have to get to from point A to point B um, with purpose and in the least amount of time possible. And I get it. I understand, but I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you to try for five days in a row to take a different way to work. When I say a different way, walk a different path. If you take a train, okay, you take the same train, but walk, I don't know, walk up a different set of stairs. Um, if you're close enough to ride your bike to work, and when I say close enough, I mean 20 minutes. Like if you can ride your bike and in 20 minutes get there, ride your bike. Um, I try to, I go different ways all the places that I go. I get lost a lot. Uh, we've talked about that, I think five, six episodes ago uh, about getting lost, how we don't do that anymore. Um, but I, when I do that, when I'm exploring that way, tons and tons more ideas come because we're, we're sparking our mind, right? We're not doing the same thing over and over again. So explore that way. You know, uh, another thing that I like to do, and this is just, this is all stuff that I'm using to spark creativity um, is I will go uh, like if it's someplace that I, I sit um, on a regular basis. So let's say Crema coffee shop in Nashville cafe, coffee shop, cafe. Um, I will sit there and I, I do this all the time. And I've got like one, one area that I've done this before. And I try to look and memorize as many things as I can, specific details as I can about the space. And then what I do in my very horrible uh, drawing skills is when I leave, I try to draw what I saw. Okay. So like in a very childish, you know, like I'm like uh, in the corner of the crema that I sit in now they've changed it throughout the years. I've been going to this coffee shop so long that I've been through many renovations. Uh, but like, like I would draw like the shelves and like what was on the shelves and all the, as much detail as I can. And then the next day I would go and I was like, Oh my gosh, literally I left out 80% of what was around me. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to try to do a little better today. So I'm going to go back uh, afterwards. So I looked at even more and I'm like, okay, I get it. Now that's that, that there. And every day I kept building and I did this for seven days. And it was amazing by the seventh day, I tried to do this in, in various locations. By the seventh day, I went back there. How I, I probably only had 50% of the stuff that was around me, but what did it do? It sparked my mind and again, I just think it's so important that we do these exercises so that our minds stay fresh to the creative ideas that God has for us all around us. So that, that's another thing I, I do in the explore phase, right? I'm exploring things like I'm looking. Um, oh my gosh, there's a quote in here. 
Um, where is this one? Hang on. Dang it. I knew I was going to lose it right when I, oh no, I'm not there yet. Right when I wanted to um, find it. Oh yeah, no, this is, this was it. <laughs> this is it. Um, there's a psychologist, uh, Mark Rogers, that um, has a quote that says, we look at real rather than reported, right? What, what, what does that mean? Um, I mean, listen, these days, you you look, I mean, any Twitter, social media, all, all of it, everything's reported. What's real? Nobody knows what's real anymore. Look to real versus what's reported. And when I read that, I, I um, there's a story that went along with it. <laughs> it says this, a boy goes to dinner at a friend's house and the mother asks if he likes broccoli. Sure, says the boy. I like broccoli fine. So during dinner, however, the mother sees the boy hasn't touched the broccoli. I thought you said you like broccoli, says the mother. Oh, I like it, replies the boy. I just don't eat it, right? <laughs> what is real versus reported? Watch what people do rather than just ask for their opinions. What they tell you often belies their behavior, right? So again, exploring, paying attention to those details. There's so many details all around us. The last thing I do in the explore phase, and this will be enough for the explore phase, um, is I like to once a month um, find some trash and turn it into something beautiful. Can I tell you something? I'm very good at creating art like in videos on my phone. Okay. I mean, is that a thing? A phone video artist? I'm good at that. What I'm not good at is like art with my hands. I can't draw. I can't make a clay thing. I can't do it. But there's something about creating something with my hands out of trash. So a lot of times I'll do it this out of receipts. Um, or, you know, if we're, if, you know, if I see a pallet, I did it once out of a pallet that is I drove by somebody's house. I try to create something out of rubbish, out of waste. And, and when I do that, my creativity just sparks. It explodes. So what are some ways that you can explore? Okay, so the next step after explore, and we're just going to talk about this one for a second. I'm not going to give you a lot of examples, is the freedom phase, right? Which is the brainstorming and visualizing phase. So, you know, you can't do that until you've got ideas. See, the problem with brainstorming that I found with a lot of people that have business ideas or whatever is they're actually exploring instead of brainstorming. It's different, okay? Brainstorming should be when you already have explored because once you've explored, then your brain can actually storm all of these ideas. So, you know, when I used to lead a creative team, we would have these bucket meetings once a month. And what, what people would do is they would just come and I was like, hey, I need you to come with 20 ideas. I don't care what they are. I just want you to come and I want you to dump them in the bucket. So people would come with these ideas and they would dump them in the bucket. And what happened is that bucket was get, kept getting more and more filled with ideas. And then when it was time to brainstorm, I took that bucket. Okay, and it wasn't a real bucket, but this is like, a, you know, it was in Evernote or something. Do people still use Evernote? Do you guys use Evernote? And I would dump that bucket back out. And people would be able to sift through the ideas. We'd be able to look through all the ideas that we were already passionate about because we found them already. You know, like if somebody opens Google during the next brainstorming meeting that you're part of, whether it's part of your, you know, uh, corporate job or your nonprofit or your church or whatever it is, tell them to shut that thing down. Like, like, no, you're not allowed to Google 
when you should have already done the work ahead of time, right? That's what those, um, those bucket meetings were for, to pour the ideas in. Then you can brainstorm. Okay, so that's that freedom phase. You're free to brainstorm. Now let's talk about the pause phase. And this is the one that again, y'all know I talk about this a lot, even in my, in my, in my talks, um, we're, we, we have a hard time pausing, chilling, the chill phase, the relaxed phase, the slow down phase. Okay. Um, one of the main parts of, of pausing and chilling that, that we can get a lot better at that I think is going to help our creativity is our listening skills right? Um, the most creative people that I know are actually the best listeners. And when I say listen, like there's different kinds of listeners, right? There's the, um, like there's levels of listening, right? The, <laughs> I know the, here's the levels of my listening. Um, one levels is I, um, like I completely ignore the person, but I'm smiling going, uh-huh. Uh huh. Like my kids get that all the time. Like the like at one, I, I can't remember which kid was it? Maybe it was Sohela. I was saying uh huh, and she was talking, but I wasn't listening. And she started saying uh huh back to me to kind of mock me, and I didn't catch it. And the next thing you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm busted. So that, there's the ignoring phase that sometimes I'm I'm in. That's the level, or maybe the pretending to listen. That's more like that, um, or the selectively listening. Like I'm just trying to pick out what I want to hear, or the attentive listening. Right. Um, listening is a superpower for the creative person. Um, how do you know when, how do you know when somebody's listening to you? Frederick Collins, um, he's a writer. He's, I love this quote. It's my favorite quote about listening. There are two types of people in the world. Those who come in the room and say, well, here I am. And those who come in the room and say, oh, there you are. You want to be the second kind. That's how to human. That's the kind of listener where that is how you human walk into a room and listen, look at somebody and say, Oh, okay. You know, I did this over Christmas and I have to be purposeful about this because I am a horrible listener. Literally. I got, I got too much stuff. I got to do. I got ideas in my head. I got stuff. I got to go, but like, you have to do this on purpose. So like I, we went to a Christmas party, um, at our friend's house and I'd never met his mother before and she was sitting at the table and I was like, you know what? I could schmooze. I could walk around talk to my friends who I was there to see, or I could sit with this lady and ask her her story. And I sat there for 30 minutes and it was one of the most fulfilling conversations I had that week. I mean, her life was mind blowing. I think she's 72, 73 years old. And which I'm, I'm just getting closer to that. <laughs> um, Somebody's going to have a podcast saying, man, I talked to this old man once. His name is Carlos. I mean, it's just basically, if they could say it right now. Okay. I got enough gray in my beard. I see it. Um, but listening is so important. Listening, it, listening is, is so important. I mean, think about, think about politicians. Um, I mean, a great example. Okay. You don't have to agree with their politics or not, but like Bill Clinton, he was actually an incredible listener. Why? Because during his campaigning, he would actually hold what were called listening tours. And let me tell you how this sparked his creativity. It sparked his creativity in his, um, what's it called? In his, oh my gosh, campaign. He would go for a month and not have like rallies where he would talk. He would just have listening 
like just listen. He wouldn't even ha have people ask him questions. He just wanted to come in and listen. And then he would take what he heard because he listened with purpose and he would turn that into policies. He would turn that into things that he knew would, get, would, would gain their vote, but he listened. And he's, he's known for that across the political spectrum. People know that he did that really well. Listen, it's very important to listen. This is a great quote by Ralph Nichols. Okay. Most people will not really listen or pay attention to your point of view until they have become convinced you have heard and appreciated theirs. Oh, I mean, come on. Listen, in this chill phase, you've got to learn to listen. Oh my gosh, wait a second. Sharon, uh, our great friend, Sharon McMahon, has something on her, um, on her stories today that talked about this, about listening, um, listening to understand. And really how, how like if somebody is not listening to you uh, and you find yourself in a, in a heated conversation and where people stop listening again, this, this is, this is all part of the creative process. Cause you're going to run across people that don't agree with your idea and you have to chill and listen. And you may learn something that can spark something else in your idea. Listen to this. This is actually, this is actually really, um, let's see if I can get this thing to play here. Hang on. Okay, here we go dog park having a conversation with this guy let's call him ken he asks me where i got my dog and i'm gonna start it over here the dog park having a conversation with this guy let's call him ken he asks me where i got my dog and i say i got my dog from a breeder and he gives me a mini ted talk on why i should have gotten a dog from a shelter your inclination when someone comes at you with a different point of view is to push back even harder the problem when you bark at people they bark back even more Telling people your point of view subconsciously says, I'm right and you're wrong. People don't like that very much. So what do you do when someone comes at you for your choice? Resist the urge to fight the resistance. Instead, understand their point of view, even if you don't agree with it. So here's exactly what I said. Ken said, I can't believe you got your dog from a breeder. Millions of dogs are killed every year from adoptable shelters. They're euthanized. And I said this, you bring up a good point. Thanks for bringing this up. If more people adopted dogs, far fewer would be euthanized. And he's like agreeing. He's like, yeah, that's right. And in addition to that, a lot of dogs aren't from reputable breeders. And I said, most puppy stores from what I read are get their dogs from puppy mills. And again, he said, that's right. And once he felt heard, I put the onus back on him to solve my problem. What do you do in those situations, Ken? when your family wants a very specific type of dog that is very difficult to find at shelters. And that just opened up the conversation. Knowing how to make people feel heard and understood is a superpower for getting through to anyone in your business or personal life. But you can't do that if you're trying to explain your point of view to someone else. Don't fight. That's so good. Uh, that is so good. Now, uh, that, that isn't necessarily, I mean, you can, you can apply that to a lot of things, right? That's not just applicable towards uh, creativity. But I believe that within creativity, it is so applicable. We've got to learn to listen better. I mean, here's the thing. I, I feel like it within, you know, uh, idea, idea spotting or exploring or we, we just explore with our eyes. But what if we learn to explore with our ears? Like how many of you guys just thought that something happened with the podcast? Why? Because the, 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 the music went out or not some of my voice went out. I stopped talking. 
is something wrong? Did Carlos, did Carlos screw it? Because the silence makes us so uncomfortable. But there are things even in silence that you can learn to hear that will spark your creativity. Do this for me. This is, uh, this is one of my most fun creative exercises. Okay. I will go outside and, um, <laughs> how, how I, how I learn to listen even better. Like I literally train my ears. Like I, I train my ears to hear things that maybe I've never heard before. Again, how do you do that? Um, sit outside. Okay. Three, three parts of the exercise. Ready? Number one, sit outside and close your eyes. And maybe you're doing it right now. Maybe you're outside right now. Don't do it while you're listening to podcasts. Take your earphones out. Take a few breaths. <sighs> listen, I do this on my front porch all the time. It's so fun. And relax. Now, listen to what's happening around you, right? Is it are birds singing or people talking? Is the wind blowing? Whatever it is, I want you to identify every single sound. Okay? Number two. This is exercise number two. That was just number one. Number two. Now, I want you to stretch your hearing. What does that mean? I want you to try to hear, this isn't in the same, you know, kind of in the same moment. I want you to try to hear past what you wrote down that you heard. And I want you to write down what you heard in that first exercise. Okay, you're done with that exercise. Oh, I heard birds. I heard a car honking. Um, I heard a dog barking. Okay, I wrote that down. Now I want you to stretch it and I want you to close your eyes again and I want you to try to listen past it. And you're actually going to be amazed. This is the exact same thing as what, what I do with my eyes in crema, right? Where I, I explored and I try to remember everything that I saw and then I only got 50% because there's so much going on around you. And now I want you to stretch your hearing while still sitting there, literally pretend like you have a supernatural hearing, okay? That's like a directional mic and I want you to turn your head and focus your ear in a specific direction and listen for a faint sound in the distance, okay? You're gonna hear something different and I want you to pull it in as close as you can and I want you to write it down. That's step two. <laughs> this is going to be so fun. Let me know if you guys really do this. Please tell me you're going to really do this. And then step number three is this. And this is this is the most fun part. <laughs> I've done it in airports. I've done it in planes. I've done it um, in public. And I look weird. But I want you to cup your right or left hand behind your ear. Okay. And then I want you to cup your other hand in front of the ear. Now, this is so this is so cool. I mean, can I, I can't do it right now. I have headphones on. Remember, remember let's, do, let's do this again. Listen, same time or same, same moment after you did the first two exercises. Cup your right hand behind your right ear and your left hand in front of your left ear. Now, you're going to notice that you can hear noises from behind you with your left ear and noises in front of you with your right ear. And then reverse the process and listen again and pay attention to how that actually affects your hearing and perception, and then write down what you hear. Oh, it's so fun. Oh, it's so fun. And, and listen, the, the, I just think it's so important in, the, in this chill phase, in this pause phase, to really actually do that. Like slow down enough um, to where you can spot more ideas, to where you can explore even more. We're moving, we're moving so fast. People say all the time, like, Carlos, life is just flying by me. No, we're flying by life. Chill slow down. Um, in my upcoming book, How to Human, uh, I talk about how so many of these people that we have the Insta Familia and the Human Hope Familia has um, poured into were discovered only because I slowed 
down. I chilled. Man, how many things are we passing by? How many incredible ideas and moments that we that are meant for us right in front of us? Uh, we're speeding right by because we have something better to do or we have to go, I don't know, do something that's that we've scheduled an appointment for that. No, like we're missing out on the good stuff. Slow down, chill. Um, and then again, th- those are, those are the ones I want to really sit on, but don't, I mean, let's, let's make sure we, we hit those other ones. The embrace after, after make sure you're embracing these ideas, you know, and that really means that you're like accepting them. Like uh, the, some of these things that I'm launching uh, in the next few weeks, like it, it's, it's been hard for me to embrace them because it's scary to finally say, okay, this is it. This is the decision I'm making because of what I explored. And then I, I saw it and then I brainstormed and then I paused and I saw some more. And then finally I'm just making a decision. I know it's scary to finally take all of this stuff that we've been dumping in our buckets, creative buckets, pouring them out and making a decision, but do it and then bring them to life and then bring them to life. I, I, um, I am praying that this is the most creative creatively life-giving year for you, uh, that you are just filled with ideas. I'm praying that you're filled with ideas that are going to not only change your life, but change the life of future generations that are coming after you. You know, like we have those, we should be the most creative people on the planet. Um, don't let your creativity falter. Don't let it, um, don't let it go. Use, use these things. Hopefully this was helpful. This is a little bit different of a, um, of a podcast that I've, you know, done before. I mean, I've done a couple like this, but I wanted to start off this year with just kind of like a, a synopsis of where I'm going, why I'm going there uh, and how you guys can go with me. Don't forget, please make sure that you head over to YouTube or head over to TikTok so that you can learn along with me. And if you have ideas for me um, to learn in my 50 spheres over 50 years, please DM me on Instagram or on TikTok or on YouTube, leave a comment or, you know, email me, whatever it may be. And let me know what some of these, I, I may not know all of the great ideas that are out there. So I'd love to hear um, some of those as well. Hey, we um, are T minus three weeks um, from how to human launching. And can I tell you the, the fear I have about this? This is the widest net of a book I've ever written. And um, I am shaking in my boots. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like I'm walking out naked and I've poured my heart, blood, sweat, and tears on these pages and I'll, something that you guys can do for me uh, that would be really helpful is, um, and I, I'm, I'm being honest, I'm going to ask you to do something that I don't normally ask you to do. But honestly, if every single person that listens to the podcast pre-ordered my book, if you pre-order my book, which means you order it before it comes out, if you pre-order it, um, it will allow me, it will allow me to hit some lists that I've been dreaming about hitting. It will allow the book to get in front of more people and more um, retailers will order it knowing that the pre-sale numbers are, um, are large. And I, we, we're at about 2,500 pre-sales. Um, I would love to see us get to 5,000 pre-sales. I'd love to see this book. I'm just, I'm going to give you a number. I've never done that before for any of this, is my fifth book, any of my books, I've never done that, but I feel like this book has the potential to impact so many people and it can get in front of more people if we pre-order. So here's the deal. If you were already going to order the book when it comes out, thank you. Can you do it now? <laughs> 
If you just go to carloswhitaker.com, you can pre-order the book. There's a little tab up there. It's his book. You can go to Amazon. Um, How to Human is the name of the book. It really helps get the book out in front of people um, that... Uh, that that I feel like really need the message of this book that will maybe will never have heard of the book because they don't follow me or they don't follow anyone else that that follows me is not going to see my Instagrams or other people post my stuff. The retailers are going to put the book in front of customers. That I like I can't wait to hear the reviews of people that have never heard of the Insta Familia of my podcast of me of my books <clears throat> that just pick it up in an airport because the airports are like, hey, a lot of people are pre-ordering this book. We're going to put it out here uh, in front of everyone that walks by our store. That's what happens when you pre-order the book. So uh, that's just me saying, hey, can you do it? Can you pre-order one, two, five, 10? Uh, I'm going to have some pre-order bonuses. If you pre-order for book clubs, pay attention next week. I'm going to be talking about those. Um, And yeah, so, you know, thank you for allowing me to ask you to do that. And if you can't listen, I know it's, it's January. We spent all our money right? So if all you have is a gift card um, to Target, don't pre-order my book. Go get what you need at Target. But if you have a little extra and you want to support the cause, I would love for you guys to pre-order the book because I think that it is going to change your life. Uh, It changed mine, writing it and living it. And uh, you guys are actually a part of it. You're going to find yourself in a lot of the chapters. Uh, So yeah, so that's my ask when it comes to How to Human. It's coming out in a few weeks. Um, And yeah, just thank you. So hang on, let me throw in Y'all know what time it is. It's 54 minutes. Listen, when I, when I was when I was outlining this episode, I had it outlined for 27 minutes. And here I am doing it freaking again. Hold on, Dr. Delight. Hit it. There it is. Um, okay, so that is it. We got a new year. It's 2023. It's going to be the most creative year of your lives, right? Because you're going to do these things. Y'all ready? Okay. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Human Hill Podcast with your host, Carlos Enrique with Guillermo Guzman at Cibor Cabello, or Los for short. And we're coming back next week with an interview. Oh my gosh, this story is going to bless your socks off with another human that is filled with hope. Please like and subscribe or follow the podcast. Share the podcast with as many people as you possibly can. And let's keep giving hope to the world. See you guys next week.